It's now time for a very future of games edition with no games to talk about on this episode thing of Game Pass or Pass, the podcast where we normally play games on Microsoft's Game Pass service. Tell you which games to pass into your friends, which games to simply pass on by. However, the internet was on fire and we were roasting some marshmallows on the flames, watching it burn. And we're going to talk about that. I am Corey. I'm joined by the man who's going third party, Basher. I'm never going third party. Sunny point until I die. Wow. First party. What about second party? Yeah, I mean, like, well, who's second party right now? What does that even mean for them? Is that Hell, Hell, Helldivers is technically second party. This is true. Okay. Yeah. Noah Helldivers game of the year. I'm second party too. Let's go in. So we took a couple weeks off unexpectedly. Life happens. And of course, we decided to take some time off right when the internet decided to explode about some rumors that Microsoft was getting out of the console business. They were altering their strategy. They were basically going third party. All of Microsoft's games were going to be coming to other consoles, whether it was Switch, whether it was PlayStation. Um, I, I don't even really know where this this rumor started. I believe it was a couple of just, quote, insiders on Twitter and Xbox era and the various NeoGAFs, et cetera, said, hey, I've heard that Starfield is, oh, it started with Hi-Fi Rush. It was Hi-Fi Rush is coming to other consoles. And then that turned into Starfield. And then that turned into everything. <laughs> everything is coming to other consoles. Um, I believe there was one person uh, specifically on NeoGAF that I believe has basically called this mostly right. I do not know. I think his name is Sneakers or something like that. Um, but he basically said this is happening. This isn't happening. And he's mostly right. But we'll get in that to a minute. So here's here's the here's the breakdown of what actually happened. So Microsoft was very quiet when these rumors hit, which led to speculation that it's true. But what's actually happening is that Microsoft is bringing four titles to other consoles. And since then, we've, we've got them uh, released. But and during their their podcast that they called it the update on Xbox business. Um, they would not say the four titles, but we know that they are sea of thieves, Pentiment, hi-fi rush and grounded grounded and Pentiment are coming to Nintendo switch. Hi-fi rush, Pentiment, sea of thieves and grounded are all coming to PlayStation. Some of those have dates. Some of them do not going forward. There is not any changes to Xbox game pass. All first party games are coming to Xbox game pass. There was a rumor that, Microsoft was dropping that or they were adding a new tier to Xbox Game Pass uh, that only included first party titles. And there was going to be like another tier that didn't have first party titles, but had the whole catalog. Yeah, so no changes to Game Pass at all. Uh, and when it comes to future titles like Indiana Jones or Starfield, which was strange. Phil Spencer did say that, yo, we are not bringing Starfield and we are not bringing Indiana Jones. And they said, well, what about ever? And he's like, I, I will not rule it out. But then he did an interview with The Verge after it and again, didn't. He always just leaves the door open, and we'll talk about Microsoft's messaging here soon. Um, and then the final thing is that they are committing to a new wave of consoles. Uh, the rumor is that they're going to have a high-end console and a portable of some kind. So this, uh, like I said, this, this, uh, it, it exploded. You know, like people really thought Microsoft was about to get out of the games business, um, or in terms of the first-party business, and they were going third-party. So uh, what's uh? Let's just talk about it a little bit. We'll break. I think we could break this down into to the future consoles, Game Pass, and just our overall feelings. So, how are we how are we feeling overall about the supposed change in the in the strategy? 
Well, if you're someone who owns more than one console, it doesn't matter at all, you know? Right. Uh, if you only own just one, it's it's really good news for you. I mean, you, you get more games. If you're an Xbox fanboy, though, it really... And by fanboy, I mean the the Neo Gaff surfers, you know, the people who really don't touch grass ever. Those guys... Yeah, it, it it does suck for you because you're in a in an environment in a bubble of your own creation, by the way, where there there is like this console war, and this would technically and by by those means mean uh, you're losing it. But for the for for everyone else, it's it's, it's really good news as gamers. Yeah, and I I'm not oblivious to this, or you know, there's. There's been this sort of war for a long time now about accessibility in games, and I don't mean like, you know, uh, disabilities, but I just mean like games being in more places. And I remember like at one point Microsoft went to PC and then people said it was going to be the end of Xbox, but then also PlayStation ended up going to PC. And but it's different because it's not day and date the way it is on Xbox. So technically they're still, quote, first party. And it's just like, OK, we're we're drawing these lines, even though they're they've been they've been blurring for what, probably close to seven eight years now and like yes it used to be you bought a console and the reason that you bought that console was to play the exclusive games right that's that's how it works but that would be ignoring i think a lot of modern technology as well as that that the industry has grown past that i know that really upsets some people but the the access to the game is far more important than far more important than the access to the console and like you said, it's like the only people that really cared were the people that were upset that their box is losing. But Microsoft has been losing for like 10 years, people. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like I don't I don't know how else to say that. I'm just like, I don't. Yeah. Yeah. For whatever yeah. reason, the PS5 is selling it like sometimes two to one. Like, again, for some reason, because it's not like the PS5 has a ton of games out there, like especially that sing- that, that that's first party. It's just. Word of mouth has just always been PlayStation's kind of direction. Yeah, and I, I know that this is a talking point for Phil Spencer about, like, when the Xbox One generation was the generation, was not the generation to lose because people started building their digital library. And while I think there's some PR wrapped into that, it's a true statement. Like, you you are building your library digitally, and that changes. That's the same reason why Apple wants to rope you into Apple Music. That's why Spotify wants you. Like they want to keep you in there because you're comfortable there. You do everything there. So that's a real thing. Um, however, I, I think we would have got here anyway. Uh, this, you know, call me crazy. I I think that the exclusive quote is slowly dying. I'm not saying like tomorrow Nintendo is going to come out and release Mario on PC, but I, if Mario started coming out on PC, I would not be that surprised. Like all it's going to take is one, you know, a Wii U like situation and, and Nintendo is going to have to start thinking other ways to bring in revenue. At the end of the day, that's what this is about. This is about revenue. So I, I just, the fact that the internet like exploded, I, w- I was a little just like, I don't I don't even know the word. I was just I was a little confused about it. Like Microsoft has been saying that they've been that they're going to do this for like 10 years and like we're getting there and people just did you think they were lying? <laughs> I mean, I don't. I don't think people thought they were lying. I I think really they thought it, it might have been in a different way type of thing, you know, cuz honestly in the back of my mind I, I was thinking did Sony get Game Pass? Like 
Like, like, cause that is that we trying to we we trying to sneak out there maybe or something like, because to say like he has three or four titles coming to coming to PS Five, I'm like, why? I mean, not why I get it again. Revenue. That's that. That was the whole thing was about was just about revenue. But at the same time, like, you only giving them four games, three or four games. Like, why? Why even? You're clearly just starting there, right? So. If it does well, you give me them more games and then more games and then more games. Right. You know, I, I, like it's it's an experiment, but it's an experiment for PR reasons. Like what I will say is I, I do believe some of the conspiracies that there might be some type of internal conflict at Microsoft about this because it's like you said, it's strange. It's like you picked these four games and like we love Hi-Fi Rush. We gave it our game of the year. Like that's a phenomenal game. However, it's it's not Gears of War. It's not Halo. And, and say what you want about those titles. They still have the IP clout and their, re- their most recent outings weren't the best. But like that would be a big deal, you know, like if Halo. But it's it's just this notion that Hi-Fi Rush, Pentiment and Grounded and Sea of Thieves are like going to light up the charts. I just I don't quite see the point. You know, I Sea of Thieves and, and Grounded, those are service based games. They, they rely on player counts. That makes sense to me. If Hi-Fi Rush explodes on PlayStation, you better believe Halo and Forza are right behind it. Right. Like, because like, those games already draw more than Hi-Fi Rush, Hi-Fi Rush will ever draw. And I don't... So I, I will agree that, like, this doesn't make a lot of sense. Like, either commit or don't. Because yeah, it, it, it just makes it a PR nightmare. That that was my issue walking out of it. Yeah, that was my major issue walking out of that, that, that kind of conference. I'm just kind of like, oh, that dialogue he... They call it a podcast, excuse me. Right. Um, was why are you drip feeding me this information? Like, because to your point, we knew we knew this was happening for about ten years now. It's finally happening, and you just give them three or four games, and it's and again and again to your point, it's three or four games. That's not even like the games. Like right. Like honestly, like, like what, what are you gonna learn? I don't. Like uh, that, that 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 there's more players, so you have more <laughs> customers, and that might buy your game. Like, duh! Like, I don't. It's, it's such a it's, it's such a Microsoft move, you know? Because 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 I think back to like when the Dreamcast failed and and Sega went third party. It wasn't like they were. It wasn't like they were. They went to Sony and were like, okay, you guys get Sonic, Xbox, right. you guys get Yakuza. It's like. No, we're 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 just giving out the games now. We, we it's, it's about revenue, like you said. It's like so, we we need to we need to recoup. So 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 that's why in my mind, at the end of it, I was like, just give them Game Pass. Like, well, right. I, I said that like Sony wants it. Like, like clearly the, the, there's dialogue there, but I mean, just 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 go for it at that point. <laughs> Yeah, and it's and to me it, it would make more sense because and we'll get into the Game Pass talk here in a minute, but it's just like your so w- what happens if these games don't what if these games like even they they come in below expectations they have to have some type of expectations of what they think they're going to pull in right or else they wouldn't be doing this what if it comes in below that then what like what happens <laughs> right like so cuz you didn't you didn't bring over your tentpole franchises so can you really get any data that reflects anything that's going to 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 make your next move. So I, I to me that's why the internal conflict at Microsoft might be a real thing. Like I could see that I can see the argument of being like look the brand 
is Gears of War and Halo, etc. We can't give those games away because an Xbox is irrelevant. And but at the same time, like the brand of these games overshadows everything. That's the only reason why you can bring them to another platform and people even care. Like, so I don't, that's the part that I don't understand. It's just like, nobody is like clamoring that Xbox is this like amazing brand. Like nobody, like it's a brand that's recognizable, but it's not the Apple of gaming. It's, you know, I, I would argue that PlayStation isn't even like PlayStation is a much better brand recognition. And I think they have like, if you had to rate them in terms of like dollar value, PlayStation dwarfs, xbox exponentially but they're going down the same route like god of war is going to eventually be a bigger brand than playstation you know they're they're trying to synergize by doing movies and tv shows and last of us you know like they're doing a good job at that but the last of us i i would say is is a far more reputable brand than than uh, that's not fair the ip is far more important than the playstation name if that makes sense because without the like Without Last of Us and without Uncharted, nobody cares about PlayStation. So it's this weird. It's like this weird internal conflict that Microsoft has about like Windows. Like Windows is still a thing to them, and in reality, it's that there aren't that many options with Windows, and you know You're Windows. Right. Exactly. Like nobody's like I. I just love Windows, man. I just love it. Like, so I don't. I'm so I'm very confused by a lot of this corporate speak but I mean, or whatever. But I mean, that that that's a good point. And to that point. Sony has done has been doing during its lifetime a good job at shifting those IPs around so that I think we don't just assume uh, or, or or stick Sony to the one lane that they do. Although they are very very heavily into the over the shoulder third person cinematic gaming thing right now, but throughout their lifetime they were able to switch between. The Crash Bandicoots, the Final Fantasies, the Uncharted—like you, you, you still look for like right now their brand is still. What's the new game you're going to give me? Because like cause right. Demon Souls came from there, you know. So like, and it's the biggest game. It's the biggest, uh, it's not series, but imitation game out there right, right. now. It's, it's, it's yeah. a genre, I guess you could call it at, at this, this point. point. So, I, that's definitely so. So, so speaking to that, and then the fact that Microsoft still the the tent pool to still Gears of War in Halo and Forza, right? I, I mean, they've, they've done so. Sony has done a very good job at 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 being the place to play the biggest games. Like they've even dwarfed Nintendo in that. Like Nintendo, you buy Nintendo to play Nintendo games. Like that's that's what you do. You you buy it to play Mario. Like Sony deserves all the credit in the world, but. At the same time, all it takes is two to three years of those games not hitting. Exactly. And and then all of a sudden the PlayStation means nothing, you know, like, and that's exactly why they're looking at PC as well is because they know that they, it's not an infinite drip. It's the access to the content is by far more important as these, as these budgets are ballooning, as people are, I don't want to say people are getting over because that's not fair, but like, it's you you you've maxed out your potential audience we you've been competing for the same 100 million people for the past 30 years like there has to be other sources of revenue now if you want to have a discussion about like the games media in general and like how game budgets and stuff are ballooning and that the only reason that they need to go to PC is because it's out of control like we could have that conversation right. but but like that those are two very different things so i don't know to me 
I've you know we've been saying this for a while, or I, mainly me. I don't, I don't, I think you've mostly agreed, but it's like this notion that like Xbox and PlayStation are, are like the thing now. It's like no, like Game Pass is Microsoft's thing. Like the services of these companies and services in general are the new things. Xbox has been dead for a while. Game Pass is now the new Xbox. Xbox doesn't even mean anything anymore. When they say Xbox, a lot of people still associate it with a physical console. When they say Xbox, they're talking about PC as well. Like because there's an Xbox app. And there's Xbox Cloud and all these other things. They don't just mean the console, but they don't they don't even convey that well sometimes. It's like, no, the service is what they want to sell you on. It's the same way that Sony's trying to sell you on movies because they want to sell you the services. <laughs> like, I it's just it's a very strange thing to me that so many people are still attached to these brands and these physical boxes as if they're not just literally the same pieces of silicone wrapped in different layers of, of other plastic to cool them. No, exactly. Uh, yeah. yeah. But, but that's, but that's when the idea of the, of the exclusives is supposed to keep you in, in their ecosystem, you know, like, like you, you still want to buy that PlayStation because you want to get that game or that Xbox because you, you're going to get that game there. The, Xbox but, saying you get these four games now, and then if it takes off, it says, okay, now you get Halo. Okay, now you get Gears. Okay, now you get Forza. At that point, it's, again, they they're, at this point, they're a Game Pass over Xbox. That's just, the, the, that's just a very slow drip of going, all right, now we're not doing consoles. But that's not today or tomorrow or even in the next four or five years, though, I don't think. Yeah, and so that's that's the tough part is that because you, in my opinion, you used to have to compete on games, but now you have to compete on your services. Like I, I, I know a lot of people don't like services. I don't love them either. However, this show is about a service, you know, and it's because it does offer things that, that some people hate. Some people, you know, it devalues games and stuff. Again, that's a different conversation, but. I think a situation to where they have to actually compete on what their hardware does versus the games being the hardware, if that makes sense. Like you have to get a PlayStation to get this. Instead, it's like, okay, we both have Halo, but we offer it this way or this way. That makes far more sense to a consumer on a com- on a competition level than you being locked into these ecosystems. And the part that drives me crazy is like people hate services. Buying a console is a down payment to a service and the service is that drip feed of games. It's the same thing. It's just not charged to you monthly. (laughs) Like it's just a down payment on a house that you have to then buy the accessories for. Basically it's the, uh, to me, I would much rather be able to buy what I want to buy and then play what I want to play on it. I don't think that's very scary or in that case, buy a PC. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I have that option. Like, and, and, and I've been doing that and I don't, but, people hate that like well then why do i buy an xbox don't buy a pc i don't well i don't why are well, you so upset that, that, well, that you don't have to buy an xbox well that's the thing though like you can't say that anymore like i, I mean like I, I used to say the same thing for a long time like just build a pc just buy a pc but the problem is the pc ecosystem now has has become a joke <laughs> you know like you, you couldn't get a decent graphics card for like a year and right. a half like it's, it's like Building a PC is no longer something anyone can just do and play today's hottest games. Like now, if you're building a PC, you're 
automatically an an enthusiast level gamer. And it's 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 more of a commitment, that's for sure. Like that that down payment is is much it's much taller. But then again, but like if you look at the but the Steam Deck though. Your graphics card costs as much as your whole console. So like it makes sense to me why people want their consoles still and they want their consoles to be special still. Like it does make sense to me. But the console doesn't need to be a walled garden. Like it really doesn't. I don't if if it's it's not there's no point of getting it. But to play your games, though, like that's like the, the, gaming is the only industry that does this to where it's like it's we no want you to come to our store. Another one. Because they don't have to compete that way. That's, that, that, I guess that's more what I'm saying is like if if all the games, if if the if the markets were just open and you put your games everywhere, you'd have to compete on hardware like that. It's the same way cell phones work. Like you don't go to the you don't go to AT&T to get. AT&T, you know what I'm saying? Like you just, it's an option that you have and they, they need to sell you on why you need to go to AT&T. They used to do that with the iPhone, but then as soon as the iPhone opened up everywhere, people didn't, people, they got more iPhones, like, <laughs> because they could get more iPhones. I don't, it's, it's the same thing as the stock market. Like it just doesn't make any sense to me. I, again, I'm not saying it doesn't make any sense to me. What I'm saying is that, that, that way of thinking is very old and I don't, I don't understand why people are so upset about it. I understand that we, we could have an argument if one way is better than the other, but to be upset about it is where I get a little confused, I guess. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, again, the only people really upset are the the, the neo-gaff neo-gaff turds who don't touch grass at all. But, I mean, for the most part, I mean, if, for the most part, if if you're selling consoles, like you're competing against other consoles. So you definitely want to have the better service and or games on it. So if you're, so if the service and the games are on all of the consoles, then you're just going, then then as the gamer, you're going to go to the console that has everything plus the exclusive. yes i mean right that's how it is now but i mean that's how it will be because if the x if the the xbox is just game pass which is what it is then 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 there will be no reason to make a physical console because xbox because game pass is going to be on all the consoles and then so will their games right but but somebody has to make that hardware like like i get if if the yeah. Steam, if if the market on the PC, I don't say if the market on the PC is what you're describing, is that it's a completely open market. There's no there's no exclusives for the Steam Deck. There's no exclusives for the Rog Ally, but people are still buying them because uh, they're competing on what the features of the hardware are. I mean. Yes, but they're also buying them because they're also building and buying PCs because just because they're PCs, you can do whatever you want on a PC. Right, but you're also competing on that market too. Of you're 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 building the Nvidia and AMD has to compete to get your money. Oh, on okay, the hardware. They're competing. Okay, right. So like you have the choice as a customer of like all the content is the same. I get to choose how I want to consume it instead of me having to go buy the box and being told how to consume it. That makes far more sense to me as a consumer and is better for the consumer than these two or three companies, if you want, you know, Nintendo, whatever. People go back and forth if Nintendo's in the same conversation or not. But, like, that – if you had to actually compete on the hardware to get me into your ecosystem 
and your features. I think about Xbox 360, like Xbox 360 and PS3. We can have this argument all day long about how the 360 had more exclusives, etc. But Call of Duty was better on Xbox because of the ecosystem, in my opinion. Had way better voice chat. The party system was better. The dashboard was better. It ran better. Like, we can have that argument that maybe you bought an Xbox to play Halo 3, but third-party games like Call of Duty was available on anything, yet you still bought it on Xbox. So you can have that argument like, yes, I got an Xbox because of Halo, but you didn't have to buy Call of Duty on your Xbox. So... Something pulled you there. What was it? It wasn't Halo. Halo didn't you didn't buy Call of Duty because you bought Halo. You bought it because you liked the experience of the ecosystem. It's the same way that's why you buy headphones. You buy headphones that you like from Samsung or whatever. Um I'm rambling at this point, but I no, guess that's just I, my I, point. Yeah. No, I mean I, I I do agree with that for the most part, but in terms of like the PC ecosystem, it's if for some reason NVIDIA got some exclusive rights to the next Witcher game, they're like the choice is clear on what you're going to build your PC based off of. Like it's, it's not even a question. But they it's, they already do that though. Like DLSS is a feature of NVIDIA. And sometimes games run better on NVIDIA and AMD, and the the market freaks out out when that happens they freak out when a game runs better on one piece of hardware than the other imagine if that like as the, as they should yeah but i mean right, but but it, like it's but but to, to that point like that's why nvidia does that like i mean that's you need to get ahead over your your competitor and i feel like that's how you, that's how graphics cards do it and if you're selling consoles you'd still want that head over your competitor otherwise you should you don't need to sell the console Right, I guess I, I'm. I probably said that, and it didn't come across the way I wanted to. I don't think that's a good thing, but that's that's the that's like the console exclusive. Like the internet freaks out if a game runs better on on Nvidia, and then on AMD. But when a game only comes to Xbox, people don't like that either. You know, or, or they they cheer that they cheer that it works better on Xbox. They cheer that it's only on Xbox. Like, oh yeah, that's my brand. But if Nvidia did that. The PC market would be like, absolutely not. You should not be closing the gates like that. You should not be making this only available on NVIDIA, et cetera. Like, it's, it doesn't make any sense to me well, because— It, it, it does because there's, there's a difference there. It's not, it's not like the game is unplayable on— Yeah, fair enough. On, on, the, on, the, on, the, on the other hardware. It's just simply, instead of getting 120 frames, you're getting 119 is that, I mean, eh. you know, like it's, I don't know. Uh, I don't know if it's that it's that close. Like there are, I get your point though. Yeah. So like, it's not completely unplayable. And if it was, then people would be like, well, they wouldn't be cheering for it, but they just hate it even more because, I and mean, that's only because <laughs> that's only because the PC market is completely different than the console market. Like the, the PC market is, I built this myself so I can do whatever I want on it. Because the people buy PCs, people build PCs not to, not just to buy these, not to, not to just play these big quadruple A games. Like no, they they're building it. Like my, how many Steam decks have a, a a Super Nintendo or Sega Genesis or whatever emulator on it? Like that's that's what you get it for. Like that's what right. you, it's a it's a completely different market because of what you can do with it. 
the if if you're still selling a console in the next 15 20 years you're going to need something to be like yeah you have to buy this one whether it's the exclusive or microsoft saying no 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 for real this box is way better like way better right like like absolutely but like like triple times the better you know yeah. like so like I just but that's I don't think any of that would happen unless like this move that Microsoft is doing of saying like we're going to stop trying to do these walled gardens and instead we're going to we're going to try to compete in other ways. I think as a consumer that's just far more exciting. Instead of having to buy a box to play the thing, sell me a box that's better than the other thing because of XYZ. I like that I, idea better than exclusive. Right. Like just sell me yeah, a better exactly. like cuz right now these boxes are the same. Yeah, but, they're literally the same thing. Yeah. But 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 then again, the issue with that is if consumers don't buy the better box, <laughs> right. then it's like Activision. Well, 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 Activision well, is no it's now Xbox, but I mean, but now, now, now you're just building games that are going to run on both anyway. Right. And so and people freaked out when Microsoft gave options as well. Like people still think the Series S is just like the bane of everything as if low-end graphics cards aren't a thing you know like the series s is why games are not progressing it's like i sure i'll give you that one i guess i don't if, i if can't i can't say the, you're wrong but <laughs> the, the ps4 is way worse than that <laughs> right so, but, 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 but to, like to their credit they do hate that there's games that are cross-gen with ps4 as well you know but again it's there's so many other things at play that it just becomes this one, you know, argument over and over. And anyways, but I think we set our piece on that. So let, let's let's pivot to Game Pass for a little bit. There's not much to say here other than like the rumors of it, of it being untrue, uh, of it, of there being a new, a, a new tier and that they were going to stop doing day one games were just not true. Personally, that sounds made up to me because you can't, whenever you take something away you better have a very good reason or you better come with some additional features, et cetera, or else you will lose subscribers. Like that's any major company has done that. Raising the price is not the same as taking features away. Like if they would have announced a game pass price increase, we've said it for a long time, like that it's going to happen. Like that, that's part of life. That's going to happen, especially in the, in the modern economy. I don't like it. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not encouraging it, but that's that is what it is. But this idea that they were going to take day one games off of it or charge you more for that feature and in, introduce a new tier, that just seemed very far fetched to me. Like if you do that, then there's no point in like you, you you're shooting the you're shooting the quote brand in the head at that point. See, and my, my thing about that was they would totally do something like that if they have more of a shingle hold on the market. If if, if they're yeah, fair point. If if they if the if Game Pass was really taken, if, not that it's didn't, not that it's not taken off, but if it really was like the blockbuster hit that they wanted it to be, and it was on every console, and it was and it was just like all the games are on there. Oh, they definitely would have tried something like they definitely play hardball with the, with the consumer at that point. But I don't think we're there yet. I mean, they're 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 still. I mean, depending on depending on what reports you want to read or believe, I mean, Game Pass is still sort of a lost leader for them. So they're not going to do anything to hurt the customer. If anything, they should they'll be doing things to help the customer out. Right, and I on this topic, the reason that I think why this this whatever you want to call it, rumor, whatever, got so much traction is because there's this constant narrative around Game Pass that it's devaluing games and there's absolutely no way they're making any money on it. 
the Insomniac leak came out and people are having a lot of confirmation bias because Sony called, I think it was, they put Horizon Forbidden West, like maybe it was a year, it was like six months to a year or something like that on PlayStation Plus. And then they said, well, based based upon the numbers of the original Horizon and the tale of sales that we had, we lost somewhere like, I think it was like $80 million or something like that. This is not sustainable. And it's like, okay, like, if you want to have that argument, those are two very different arguments. A, what they said was is they lost $100 million on the tails of that of that game. But what they didn't say is how much money they made off of PlayStation Plus. Like, maybe that game lost $80 million in sales, but how much did they gain from their subscriber base? Like, those are when – you, when you start putting everything into perspective and in the same bowl, how Microsoft is – the numbers and stuff have to change. You can't start saying like, well, Gears of War cost $100 million to made, make, but they only sold 5 million copies, so therefore they lost money. It's like, yeah, but they're they're getting their money from you other ways. <laughs> like, that's not – you are being manipulated, which numbers are always manipulated. And I'm not saying that they're that they're not losing money, but what I'm saying is that they're presenting it in a way to try to make it seem like this is not a sustainable thing because they don't want to have to compete in it. That's right. Exactly. That's yeah. That's where you're being. Now, I, again, that is not me saying that Game Pass is sustainable and it's making hundreds of millions of dollars. I'm not saying that the numbers are magical and they're just pulling in all this kinds of money. What I'm saying is that don't take your the competitor to Microsoft's word for the entire business model. <laughs> that does not make sense to me. So that's that's why I think that whole thing is exploding is because there's just this. Like this, there's absolutely no way it's making money and it's devaluing games, which the devaluing games thing. I just don't, I still don't understand that one. Like I understand the argument, but I don't understand the, I don't see that, I guess is what I'm saying. <laughs> no, I'm with you on that. It's actually horse crap. It, yeah. You only play more games with Game Pass. It, 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 it is still, as much as I want more quality things on this on the uh service it's still the the best bang for your buck you want to get out there right now yeah and it's there's the notion that like netflix has devalued movies and stuff like that and it's like i that's true i <laughs> I, I don't I, the, I like movies more than I like games, and that's that that's my uh that's my take netflix is kind I of just, ruining the Whatever. This is this is not a movie podcast. Like I understand that argument, but there was always a ton of movies and a ton of TV shows that you just never watched. Like there was there used to be 85 different channels on basic cable. Did you watch every single one of those? So was the Hallmark channel devaluing movies by putting out the same movie every 6 months? I don't think I don't think so. I don't like, think so either. But I, but it was definitely more. It was definitely a little more curated. But I mean, but that but that I, but I'll that's here. That. That, yeah. that's, that's that's here or there though. At, at the end of the day, you still get your. It's just it's just a matter of more things, and more ways to play, and it's up to you as the consumer now to do your homework to find the thing that works for you. Right. It's no longer like you just you can just wait. For Nintendo Power Magazine to come out and be like, okay, what's the game I'm gonna cover? That's what I'm going to buy this buy this month. Like now you have to like do your own footwork, hit the subreddits, right. and do all do all the and honestly just put your money down sometimes and just go and take a gamble. 
Right. And that's to me, that's that's that is as a great way to put it, because this whole thing of just like, wow, there's all much all this junk on Netflix. I don't want to watch. It's like, then don't watch it. I don't. That doesn't just because you're not finding something that you like doesn't mean that the entire market has been brought down. Exactly. Like I just I just don't subscribe to that theory in the slightest. Like there's still plenty of great stuff that I find. Like have I have I watched more junk than I ever have? A hundred percent. But that's because it's available to me. Like that doesn't because I was an idiot and didn't turn off Love Island or whatever the heck I watched the other day. Oh, like, what season you're on? You don't like, I, I've, I've only seen like two episodes, and I was like, "This is dumb." And, but yeah, love, love is blind, where it's at, man. Like, you I like, I like over. love on the spectrum. I like that. I like that <laughs> show quite a bit. So, like, but like again, I would call that trash TV. However, I still watched it. Like, I, I had the choice to do it. Same thing with Game Pass. Like, because. Brotato is on Game Pass. I think Brotato is a pretty weak roguelite. That doesn't mean that all the roguelites suffer because Brotato is on Game Pass. <laughs> like I just don't subscribe to that. It's it's such a blanket statement that holds no weight in my opinion. And the minute you start drilling down past the surface, the straw man arguments happen. Like what about this and what about this? And it's like okay, let's you're you're now having different conversations. So. If you want to have the conversation, if Game Pass is sustainable at the current price, we can have that conversation. Personally, I think it probably is because when you compare it to Sony, Sony is making $300 million games. I personally don't believe Microsoft is trying to compete on that level. They are still charging $70 for a game like Forza, but then you look at stuff like Hellblade. I don't think Hellblade is a $300 million game. That's probably a $50 to $100 million game. So they don't need to pull in 15 million sales the way Sony does. So they can charge less for their stuff. And they technically are by charging $50 for it. And it's putting it on Game Pass. Like if every game had a $300 million budget, like a Last of Us or a Horizon Forbidden West, yeah, I'd say that's a problem. But Microsoft isn't competing that way. That's so, yeah, I think it is it pulling in the truckloads of money that it, they probably want it to be? Absolutely not. Like it's they did the thing that they said that we said they were going to do. They've now combined Game Pass core numbers and Game Pass, the previous tiers, whatever they are now, and they're not like, we have 34 million games, Game Pass subscribers. Like, that doesn't really tell me anything now because you've taken the two markets and thrown them. So, like, it should still be higher than that. That's what I'll say. Like, they, they probably want more than 34 million subscribers. Yeah, I mean, I was expecting more, honestly. Um, yeah, I'll say that. Yeah, that was softer than I expected. Yeah, because the service is still the, <laughs> the better service you're going to get. But to, to, to our to our conversation earlier, it's the fact of the matter is people are getting companies get money in different ways. So Sony can do, can take a slight hit if they hit it all on a $300 million game, because you just built up the brand. Now, right. it's, now the, oh, the, the last of us is out game of the generation, uh, movie, movies and TVs with, with Pedro Pascal and all this stuff is happening. It's like, okay. And now you're making your money on, on on that gamble just paid off. Whereas like, but the game itself may not have made a bunch of money. So it's brand recognition is, 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 is the name of the game right now. And I feel like game pass, that's where they're, that's, I don't know what they can do, but the brand recognition of game pass needs to be, on a much higher level, they they need to put they 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 need to do better marketing somehow with with, with the service because I mean it, Call of Duty's got to be the answer, right? Like 
there's they've they've definitely hit a wall with Game Pass, and I think they hit that wall way sooner than they expected. Um, I think even sooner than we would have expected. Call of Duty is not the answer, and my 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 theory is Call of Duty players aren't gamers. You know, they the Call of Duty players, and just like you said, the 360 is all about the ecosystem. Wherever most people have their whatever most whatever console is selling the most, that's where Call of Duty is going to sell the most, because they they just they just they don't. Even if you tell a Call of Duty player who has a PlayStation Five, it's free over here. Just you don't have to pay the money. Like you you can you can play it for free here. They'll go no. <laughs> like I I buy three games a year: Call of Duty, Madden, and FIFA. Like I'm good over here, unless there's a huge market change and all my buddies are now on Xbox. Like I mean, with, with I I don't think I entirely agree. Like with stuff like crossplay, which I think does make a difference. I I agree with you. Like it, it won't just be Call of Duty. Like just say like Call of Duty is going to be the thing, but I think Call of Duty could be you know the fuel for it because it starts with Call of Duty. And while I'm not an Indiana Jones fan, like that game looks pretty cool. Stop it. Like stop like it. that. Stop I, it, slime. I like stop it, slime. I, I don't nope. I don't like that game. That game stop looks cool. Stop it, slime. Nope. No, we're, not, we're not doing this one. Nope. <laughs> I'm just it looks cool. Sure it does. Um, sure it does, buddy. The Indiana Jones. Okay, I don't I don't even like Indiana Jones. That game looks cool. Nobody uh, does. What a dumb what a dumb idea for a video game. <laughs> So, but so it starts with Call of Duty. Then maybe it's Indiana Jones, or maybe it's Elder Scroll. You know, like there's they have that brand synergy. I not even synergy really, but they've got the IP now. They just have to capitalize on it, and that's. But I, I, agree with I, that. I, I think Call of Duty could be a bigger, oh, no. nah. a bigger piece of uh, you know ignition than Elder than Scrolls I think maybe. Are Elder Scrolls maybe not Call of Duty. Call of Duty people, they're, they 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 think it's about whatever the buddies the buddies buy. And the buddies already bought the PS5. They're not. They're not. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Like, yeah, like this year, it's not going to be Call of Duty. But going down the line, again, it starts with Call of Duty. It's like, well, we we always play Call of Duty, right? It's like, yeah, but then on Game Pass, also, you're going to get Fable. You know, you're going to get Nothing whatever the next there, Doom yeah. game is. You know, mm-hmm. like there's. I think there's more to that than people will give it credit for. I so, but want. A, I want to agree with you there, but the Call of Duty, but specifically Call of Duty. I agree with you on other games. I guess I, I guess I'm just, just disagreeing on the, on the Call of Duty fan base. But I, I agree with you on on on, on in the in the great. In the it, it just point. takes one. It takes one Call exactly. of Duty. It takes one good, really good Call of Duty game to get people back. You know, Call of Duty's dead. How many times have we heard that? Then Modern Warfare <laughs> every, every comes year, out, every right? Year. And then, but then the one comes out that people really like, and all of a sudden it's it, it, again, it's still the best selling game every year. Yet it's yeah, dead. Like, I don't like, quite like, understand yeah, that yeah. one. But but when 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 the good Call of Duty happens, people care. So bring back ghosts. There you go. But then there's a, some people seem to think that they're not going to put Call of Duty on Game Pass, and I just don't. That would be surprising to me. If you if I was a betting man, I'm gonna I'm gonna put my stake in the the ground right now and say they're putting Call of Duty on Game Pass. A hundred percent. I do not think that is going to change. So I'm curious. What 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 would you say? They're gonna they're gonna do a two, a, a two tier system. 
See, I know. I, I, that's crazy to me. I don't. Exactly. There's, there's no it's point. Stupid. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like, there's going to be a Game Pass version, and then there's going to be the full price version. <laughs> but there's already a free version of, of Warzone. <laughs> yeah, but, the, but that's not Call of Duty, though. That's not, that's not the new Call of Duty. I, I guess. New but... Call of Duty, new Call of Duty drops, day one Game Pass, and for forty dollars you get the full version the, you get the premiere version or oh which, like oh, which, that that'll be a thing like well, they, they already do that though like they did yeah. that with starfield on game pass you can spend thirty dollars to get the dlc and play it early like there'll be that package for sure oh, but the oh, base oh, the base it, version will be on game pass i think i think i think, I think they'll do some some weird gatekeeping thing that, that, that that's honestly my 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 uh, prediction it's gonna be some weird gatekeeping thing where it's gonna launch on playstation I'm sorry. They're going to have two tiers and the second pay tier is going to be the same game you get on PlayStation 5. Interesting. The, th- the thing is, is I, c- I could totally see that happening, but it's dumb. And why would you do but it? The, which is why yeah, I'm, the, get, I'm betting you're going to do yeah, it. <laughs> the rumor is, is basically like that, like Call of Duty makes too much money to give it away on Game Pass. And it's like, I don't. I agree with that, I, actually. I understand that logic. But then again, if. I wouldn't do it. <laughs> if it's not called, like, I don't understand why you. That's what I'm if saying. You were, if like, you were going to make your changes to Game Pass, then you would have done it right now. But to, that's what I'm to, saying. To, to preemptively fight that Call of Duty. Like, Call of Duty's coming out in eight months, right? You have to get You have to get out ahead of that a good year in advance and say, to set the expectation that Call of Duty is not coming to Game Pass. They have not done that. The fact that they have not done that and the fact that all of this crap just happened to where, hey, they're going third party. We're giving these games over here. This would have been the time to say it, and they did not say it. Again, you're thinking like a smart person. This is not well, what Microsoft does. Like, you, I, you, like you got me there. <laughs> there's no, the fact that you laid it out that clearly – Let's me be a little way more hesitant and be like, yeah, that is definitely coming to Game Pass in this way, though. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you could be right. You could be right. Last thing, we'll, we'll talk about it quickly. Uh, so the other rumor was is that Microsoft's getting out of the console business. Um, they have confirmed that it's not true. They are quote working on the biggest leap in Xbox or console history of power and blah blah blah. Nobody uh, cares. But, yeah, the rumor has been that there is going to be a new SKU that's going to be a high-end SKU, but they're also working on some type of portable. Um, so there will not be a two-tiered system in terms of there will not be a Series S and an X. There's going to be a portable version, which will obviously be less powerful, uh, but they are going to go full fat, you know, bells and whistles console. Rumor is 2026, uh, so that I would believe that one actually. But A new more powerful Xbox? That it, that they're going early, so the so PlayStation Pro is this year, and then so the rumor has been 2028. When we learned that during the um, the FTC trial, that that's kind of when they that, that's when Microsoft thinks Sony's going to go. That's when they were kind of playing around with it, like thinking that's probably when we'll go. But the rumor is that since that that's changed, and they are aiming for 2026 uh, to sort of that leapfrog. But they they don't they don't want to keep going directly against Sony head-to-head at the holiday season. They want to have a new box that they have their own market of being the new thing, et cetera, et cetera. That's, that's, that's literally, literally the only chance. <laughs> yeah, I agree. They, they have, they have to come out 
before. It doesn't even as long as it, it doesn't even need to be strong. Like what well, does need to be stronger, but it doesn't need to be what they claim is the biggest, strongest thing ever. Like shut up, you're a liar. Um, but it needs to be first because that's the only opportunity. Because once PlayStation comes out, it's going to be all right. It's, it's a PS. It's a PS Five Pro show again. Right. I them getting out of the hardware business. I know that like seem. Not today, it, but it's that rumor that just won't die, and I I just don't. Again, my I'm not trying to defend Microsoft. Microsoft is a terrible PR company. They have some of the worst PR in the history of PR. But logically, it does not make sense to get out of hardware right now. It just oh, doesn't. Uh, not right now. Like anyone who yeah. thought that anyone who thought it was happening now is, is, is like you're you're absolutely a ludicrous person. I do foresee it happening somewhere down the line. Don't ask me a a date or a time frame like you will always and forever have a, have a Nintendo and a PlayStation in your home underneath your TV. There will come a time where there, where Xbox is game pass. And I think, and, and, and for the Neo gaff people, that's a, that's a horrible, terrible, Oh, we lost the war thing, but like, no, like business wise for Microsoft, that's not, that's not a bad deal at all. Because at the end of the day, like they have a lot of good properties, they just don't know what to do with them. <laughs> so like, right. So like, at some point down the line, if they want to go third, I think they will go third party, and I think you get better Xbox games at at that point. I mean, not I, I, more consistently good Xbox games at that point. I think. For for me, it's. Yeah, like if if you wanted me to say like which one of them is going to go third party first, yeah, Microsoft, duh. But again, and I don't, I unfortunately, <laughs> um, I agree with a lot of the things that Phil Spencer says, but the problem is, is again, their PR is very, very bad. Like Phil Spencer is, is the king of talking outside, out both sides of his mouth. Um, he's been doing it since he took over Xbox and, and he's, the thing is, is like, I just don't. I don't dislike the guy, but I don't I don't love him either. But I think he's right when it says like third party is is it's not going to be what it is. You know, like Sony and Microsoft are both technically third party. They publish games on things other than their console. Now, if you want to get into the logistics of it of, well, technically, Sony only publishes old games. Microsoft does it on PC day one. Like, sure, you I cannot refute that, but. The, the term, quote, third party has now been morphed into this other thing. But I think all of them, including Nintendo, eventually will publish their games elsewhere. That's I truly do believe that. By elsewhere, probably PC, but not like Correct. other consoles. And, and, and by that time, you're not seeing Mario on the PlayStation. Not, not, in, not in 2025 or 2026. You're, but never, like, you're never going to see it happen. If... Uh, if the only time that that these companies start contemplating this is when they start losing money or their hardware doesn't take off yeah they like, they, th- they think about it but you never see mario on on a on a, on a playstation that 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 would be that would be armageddon like type thing for a nintendo like like they would have to sell 16 consoles <laughs> and then yeah, i get that's you know, what, that's, like, that's my point is that when it when it gets time to do that because something if they have another Wii U disaster, if they would have had two disasters yeah. of a Wii U level of, of hardware, we're talking. 
Right. You would you would be seeing Mario on PC right now, probably. Maybe. Like, because because it makes sense. If you if you can't if you don't have the hardware to sell, like that makes sense to me. But they also would still sell their own thing because they still need to develop for it. Like the landscape of PCs and, and all that, like they're all they're all PCs now, right? They're just wrapped up different ways. <laughs> so and again, I'm not I'm not saying that Nintendo's gonna do that in the next five years. But the third, the quote third party, you're gonna see PlayStation, you're gonna see Xbox. They they are going to publish on each other's machines. I I would bet money on it. Again, it's not gonna happen right now. It's not gonna happen overnight. But I don't see, I don't see why they even. I mean, uh, I, I mean, I guess, I guess. I mean, but to that point, first of all, like if PlayStation does publish something on an Xbox, it's not going. It's going to be the Phil Spencer route right now, where where it's going to be like, okay, you can have Last of Us one finally, you're going to have right. that one, or you can have God of War one finally, but it, like it's it's literally going to be like the drip feed of we'll pick which ones you can you can have. Yeah, it's, not going, it's, it's, it's the it, timed exclusive. It's yeah. it's the same thing, just with a first party game. <laughs> and then, but conversely, though, I think X like. Xbox is way more in line to, and I think it's going to actually happen where it's going to, where it's just going to be full on third party. Like it's coming out here and there, take it, take it. It's, it, it, it won't play it. Whereas the like, PlayStation is going, it's going to keep, it's going, it will cheat the Xbox, Xbox like it cheats the PC. We're, we're launching our biggest games right now here. And then two, three years down the line, you can have it. And for, and, for now, I still like, I look at Helldivers and like Helldivers is, is a major success on PC. Like, I, we can't ignore. That's still, that's still like. So like what? You're still trying to act like that, the PC is a console competitor. Of it some is. Sort. It's not. It would hundred like again. It's we have we have we have to stop putting up these arbitrary lines. It's not you, arbitrary. It's, it's the same content. It's the same thing. A console exclusive is still a console exclusive if it comes down to PC at some point. That's like saying a Steam Deck has console exclusives because it's only on PC. No. It's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. <laughs> I, I, I don't see the delineation there. Because the consoles, the console is the box that you, that you go out of your way to pay for because you're not building a PC. Like if, if, if everyone, cause we're not, we're no longer in a market where anyone can just build their own PC that could play these, these big title games. If you're, if you're a PC enthusiast, you're playing everything. You're literally finding, you're, you're literally finding a way to play literally everything, including Nintendo games, current Nintendo games that come out day one. It's a, it's a completely different ecosystem. Like that, 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 like, like, but there's there's no. I'm gonna Google this number just so I don't. I'm gonna say it's it's like a hundred million, but I'm, I'm I could be talking my butt. Let me look here. Steam. So there's 132 million active Steam users. There are not 132 million enthusiast PC players. There's just not. There, there are there are plenty of people on PC that are not they don't have a 4080 or 4090 they don't have a 13th gen Intel they've got a Steam Deck they've got a off the shelf part 
or off the shelf PC. They've got a laptop that's got a 2060 in it. You know, like that's. I think on the hardcore enthusiast, I think you're right. But the majority, the average consumer, the same way it's the average consumer for PlayStation and Xbox, they're not that person. To a degree, for sure. But like, they're just not. They're not. They're not worried. Like, PlayStation needs to worry about console sales and game sales to the competitors for sure. That though though though. And those are other consoles. They're not worried about what piece, like they're not worried about people building PCs. Like it's not, it's not. God of War is a PlayStation exclusive. It doesn't matter hey, but, if it comes out but PC it's not, at some point. It just doesn't. <laughs> why? Nobody can. Why? Answer the question. Because your PCs, where you play everything anyway. Like it's not, it's not a, it's not a console. It's. It's a machine. It's a. It's an absolute machine. Like it's, the, it's the same thing. It's really not because you can't play. It's such an open ecosystem. It's just not the same thing. Like the like PlayStation is not losing sales to a PC market. They they, they only they they their only gain as but, opposed but, to. But, but, but Sony thinks that they are. Losing. Like if Sony, th- yes, the, the literal pitch for the PlayStation 4 Pro was as they were trying to retain customers that were going to PC for more powerful hardware. That's the literal reason the Pro variant exists. Right. And but they're not getting but they're not. But I think they're smart enough to know they're not getting a PC gamer. They're going to get someone who wants to be a PC gamer. That Then you would lose that customer. You will lose which customer? The PC if, want to play? No. If Hell if, if Helldivers was only on PlayStation, and these people are going to PC anyway, you have potential to lose that customer. Like if if the world existed to where there was only, and I'm not saying you're saying this, if the world only existed to it's like Helldivers is the only game you can get right now. It's right. the only game you can get. Then I would agree with you, but it's not like there's you're constantly being pulled by games left and right. So there's a chance that if Helldivers is only on PlayStation, you might not play Helldivers if you have a PC only, I guess. Right. Like, if, you, but, if you have PC only for sure, which is why I'm like. Right. So you, you can th- lose like it's a competitor. Like the PC, the P- well, you, you wouldn't be losing if, if it's just on there. You're not losing them. They don't have they don't have any they don't have it in general. They don't have it at all. Like the fact that it's on PC, right. it does not like, and, and they're releasing the PS5 Pro. I don't think Sony, like, I don't, I, I truly don't think Sony or anyone else thinks they're pulling a PC market that already has a PC. Say, say that again. They're not pulling a, a PC. <laughs> like they're not pulling a PC customer who already owns a PC, like by, by, by releasing the PS5 Pro. They're, they're pulling someone who might want to have a PC, but they can't afford it. They can't. Then like, why? But then why do they have exclusive like that? That that I won't say that proves my point, but like that kind of doesn't. doesn't y- yeah, like a little because if they didn't, if they didn't have to compete against the PC, then why even put the game on PC? Then like the, again, the whole idea is revenue, so. I mean, yeah, I guess 
to, to me, it would just be increased revenue. Like there's already a, there's already a player count over there. And it's, so they're just getting both the revenues as opposed and also trying to get the revenue of the of the, of the player market who may not have the PS PS five or right. have an that's, Xbox. That's, that's a then, third party publisher. <laughs> like, it's literally a third party I publisher. I I that's literally why they do it. Don't, I, I, I don't, I don't that's why it. Sega got out of the console business. To do that, to do because they because the Dreamcast failed miserably, because they needed more revenue, because they weren't making enough revenue, because they were losing customers to the other platforms. It was better to put all of their stuff on every platform to get as much revenue as possible versus trying to segment their audience and forcing them into the ecosystem. I guess I'm not. I guess, I guess I don't see them. Lo- I guess I don't see it as a, as as it them losing revenue. As it's just only gaining, which is which which I would defines the difference there. Because if it's on, if it's on PlayStation and Switch, they're losing. They 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 they're they're in jeopardy of losing a, a, a player count. Whereas on a PC, they're not in jeopardy of losing a player count. They're just only gaining a player count. If I I feel like if that was the case, then you would have like the the three the three platforms like the console manufacturers of Sony, Microsoft, Nintendo. Those numbers of consoles sold would be a lot closer, like a lot closer. Closer together. Yes, like but they're they're pretty consistently. Nintendo has a good thirty to forty million above. You know, there's basically one, two, and three, and there's always about difference of about thirty million. I mean. Again, that makes to me that makes some sort of sense simply because not simply because but rather because the the PlayStation again like people pick their their consoles based off certain aspects of it like for Nintendo people want to play the, the Nintendo games and they, and they have that count whereas Sony people want to play the want to want to wait for their once every six years God of War game and they have that count for it. I I just don't I don't see. When I think competitor, I don't feel I don't think someone. When I think competitor, I think someone losing, as opposed to only gaining. I, I, I guess I don't. If the product was different, but it's it's literally if the, if there was two different products, I I could see that, but it's the same product, like. If I, I guess where my argument, I don't think an argument, but my side is that if revenue is like, as we both agree that revenue is the ultimate goal, right? Your the like the movie industry and most the entertainment industry, you have a window of success, and that's you plan out. Hey, there's nothing coming out here. Like when Grand Theft Auto Five Six comes out, you better believe there's nobody gonna, that's gonna. Someone's gonna try, but there'll be nobody that's smart that releases a game within a month of Grand right. Theft Auto Six. Exactly. Up so three this months, really right. So this staggered approach of like, well, we're gonna put God of War six months later on PC. Like, if they truly thought that they weren't gonna lose customers and they weren't competing against PC, then they would just put everything out the same day of. And I think they're going to get there because eventually they're going to see like it just we need the most revenue possible. Like we're going to make more revenue because there's just more people out there and they have the option of using like if I have the option of PC or PlayStation, I'm that customer of where I might skip a, a 
a PlayStation release because something else comes out on PC at the same time. Like it's I'm actually thinking about not buying Final Fantasy what's it called rebirth cuz I'm like there's like the PC version's coming out in a couple months, you know. So like that's there's all these caveats with it of like yeah, you're like is the PC month is the PC version coming out in a couple of months? I the I believe it's a 3 month exclusive. Oh, okay. So I, I want to say it's like five twenty-seven or something like that. That's I, very well, fast. At, at I, this, I guess at, I, I, I don't know if that's it's not confirmed that that's when the PC version's coming out, but I believe the advertisement says like Final Fantasy VII Rebirth will not release on any other platforms until the date of five twenty-seven. So that doesn't mean that's coming out on that date, but the contract it seems to be that they cannot release it on anything else until that date. I would assume that date was picked for a reason, but. <laughs> You I'm about can't to say like why right. like well, that's a weird way to put that like oh, right eh. because it's it's the marketing thing of saying like the same thing when they do a third party it's like well we can't say it's not coming at you know we can't say it's coming out on PlayStation but what we can say is that it's only coming out on Xbox until September first of you know whatever so I mean how we got here Xbox is making new consoles that's what we were talking about. Um, I think it's it's interesting that they're going to go supposedly in 2026, like you said. I think that's actually smart. Um, there's not, you know, there's like 25 to 30 million Series Xs and Ss. Those customers are not going to be upset that you're going to only have a six-year cycle instead of an eight. I'm not upset about it. I think it gives them an opportunity to compete um, in a different way of trying to capture that audience in a new way. Uh, and I think the portable makes sense considering the xCloud initiative, and they clearly want to have a second SKU out there that's more approachable than just the high-end mar- uh, high-end console crowd. Like I, I know people hate the Series S. I, I don't, I don't hate it. I think it's actually kind of a brilliant little machine. Like, I, I, I like it. <laughs> but uh, I, 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 the con- the. Uh, the handheld might be might be nice if it if, if it could somehow compete with the uh, with the Steam Deck. I mean, maybe, but I don't. It seems like a bad idea, guys. <laughs> yeah, that's tough. I don't. I don't think it's going to be a home run like the way the Switch is. Like, I don't. I don't want to paint that, but I think there's. There really does seem to be a market for people that want a portable high-end gaming experience. Now that it's I think where the difference is is that we've reached that point again where we're no, we we can't ignore the way that software works now. And I know some people think that's a, a straw man argument, but the games that you are when you bought a Game Boy or you bought a Vita or a PSP, those were different games. But we've reached the point now to where it's literally the same executable. It's the same code. I'm playing the same version of Diablo 4 on my Steam Deck that I'm playing on my PC. We've reached that point. And so I think that that market of a portable high-end gaming machine, a $400 machine, is doable. I, I genuinely do. I think I think we've reached that plateau. And it's only going to get better as that technology becomes better. So, I hope so. I mean, like, uh, it, it, seems like it seems like a thing that I... Again, like with the Switch and the Steam Deck, you you, you guys are just kind of late to the party. I feel like you know, like and I, and I I know, I know they're gonna bank on Game Pass as the as the you buy this, you get access to fifty thousand games. But I mean, can you imagine a a decent? I'm not saying it's gonna be like super high end, but like a 1080p Call of Duty machine. 
in your hands. Like I think I think there's potential for some real like it's not a home run. Like I don't think it's going to be like right. they're going to sell 100 million of them, but I right. think you could sell 15, 20 million of these things to a lot of people that's like I'll play Call of Duty, you know, in bed, you know, like I I think you're that's not, you're not wrong. <laughs> I mean, it's yeah, I mean, I could see it. I could see it. But I but it, it's going to have to come down to marketing though. They they're going to have to really call it <laughs> the Call of Duty portable machine though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's but you just said that because of Game Pass. I'm just like, man, like the, Microsoft really are. They're sitting on a golden, uh, yeah, you know, they are treasure trove of, of IP. They ha- they have to execute. You know, that just be, the IP doesn't sell the game. You know, or it does, but you know, the game has to be good for the IP to maintain its its relevance. Look at the Halo IP. Like it's not, <laughs> it's nowhere as strong as it used to be. So we'll see, but. There you have it. Uh, we just wanted to address all that because, like I said, unfortunately, we had we took a small break for life reasons um, and all that exploded. And, and there was a lot of. I don't want, I don't know what we call them. Um, you know, Microsoft has a real fetish, I would call it, with like elevating their Twitter PR people. Like there's a lot of people that that shill for Xbox on Twitter and YouTube and they do it for Nintendo and Sony as well. But Microsoft feeds into it. They really feed into it. And not all of them are bad people. Not, 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 that's not a good point. Bad I don't people, see, but that's, that's a good point. I, I don't think I really, I, I don't think I realized I'd never seen like PlayStation or Nintendo executives, like really feed into like, like going on these podcasts and do all these weird, like weird things. Like they just, they just let the, they just let their troll army do the trolling. Right. And and Microsoft sort of and again, not just because if you're an Xbox focused show, that doesn't mean you're a shill. Like, I don't that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is like they're they feed into some of them. And there was this big outcry of just like people abandoning Xbox. And I was just like, I think it's kind of funny that literally it was just bad timing on our part. And then all this stuff happened. And I'm sure there's going to be one person that's like, oh, man, they're abandoning it based on. Their, no, it was literally just a coincidence. <laughs> so we're still playing games. We got plenty of games to play. We're going to be still doing episodes. We got some episodes coming up. So, but this is always kind of fun. We we normally do a, a state of the game pass here, but this was this truly people thought this was going to be a turning point in the history of gaming, and it turned out to not really be much at the moment. It might be the start of a lot of things, but this is this is not the the atom bomb, as you would say, of uh of of gaming announcements, I guess. So, what are, yeah. The, the, uh, to wrap up my thoughts on it, like I, I was just, I was just really like meh about it. Like, not it was, it wasn't anything big in general. Like, here's some games coming to PS5. Like, who cares? <laughs> like, I don't right. care. Like, I, right. I, I, oh, yeah. like, like, you, like, like, like you, like you stop, you try to stop the world and get all this attention to do that. Like, like to, to address I, some rumors. Yeah. Like, it, it, what do you? It could have been you, a tweet. Like, what are you addressing to, rumors for? Yeah. Again, the. The the Microsoft PR is so is so terrible at times. Like you let like I I it, it's it's a very damned if you do, damned if you don't. Because I, I don't I don't think Sony makes the podcasting about that. I think Sony goes here's a here's a here's a sixteen word tweet. Yeah, we're not doing that. Right. Don't worry about right, it. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but it, it it's I, I it's tough because Microsoft like they literally were probably just sitting there and just like no none of this is happening i don't we're not getting out of the console business like 
we're getting a couple games on PS4. Like, how did this turn into, like, we're getting out of the console business, we're a third-party publisher. So, like, you probably should speak on that, right? But at the same time, like, maybe you shouldn't because it's literally not true. But the fact that you went out there and said, okay, hey, 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 we hear you. Literally, they said, we hear you. We're going to talk about this next week. It's like, no, at that time, you just should have you should have published whatever you had and said, no, this is what's happening. The fact that you let the, the internet fester for a week so made dumb. it look way so again it's, it's tough because you literally had nothing to do with this right like uh, <laughs> but you 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 made it worse like and but at the same time it, it goes back to that whole thing of like maybe there is some kind of internal microsoft thing of just like you know there's a couple people that's that called a lot of this right and it's so it's like somebody's saying something and i don't it's weird but as usual microsoft made it 10 times worse for themselves by just you know, being late to the party, not paying attention, being tone deaf, whatever. So that has nothing to do with Game Pass or Pass. So that's going to wrap it up for this bonus episode, everyone call it. We'll see you next time with the game. I don't know what game, but we'll get back on schedule here soon. So we'll see you next time with a game. Good day, sirs.